Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recaps. Your host Chris and Deepom here, and we are back for season five, episode four of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Slate anything? Um, yo, prom suck. That's your synopsis. That's your synopsis. Yes, <laughs> mine is. I'm offended, and you'll be hearing. And I would like to speak to the manager. <laughs> there. They give an accurate appraisal of what it's like to have a podcast that you care about that none of your friends listen to. How dare they? <laughs> I was like, ain't this some shit? Ava, damn it. I'm still mad. Yeah. I about on TV. <laughs> Yo, you know the, the best thing about that? <laughs> was Nate stopped popping again. The listener goes like, oh, actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's like, I want to put go sign Nate. Oh God, yo. Nate, you're not helping shit. Shut up, Nate. Oh my God, that was great. That was great. Like, this is everything about this episode. Again, it's legends. So it's like they do something weird. So we got that. You got the the fact that the the guy's name was Freddie Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers and Freddie Krueger really put together. And Bravo. then you and Just, then I mean And then taking things from Carrie, like, guys. What it's so good. <laughs> like I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, right? And as soon as they called him Freddie Myers, I was like, and I knew what the I knew what the episode was about. I was like, they really called him Freddie Myers. And then we're like the they have the um the corner van uh get 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 stopped. I was like, they are really just taking every uh, <sighs> Bravo guys. promo code laceration, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo! I just thought that it went back to mix old school. Like, when they showed up in Central City, I was like, oh, wow, Central City, like, 2004. I wonder who we'll see there, right? And you find out that it's mixed old school. <laughs> At least the one he would have gone to if he had been in juvie. Okay, that's, that, you want my criticism? We hit it early. Go ahead. Huge missed opportunity. Teenage Mick and Teenage Snart? Yeah, I kind of wanted to see that. That's a unless they're going back there later, which I think that as Legends has want to do at the end of the season, mm. revisit old um, scenes, right? So unless we're getting that later, which is which in, in which case saving it is fine and perfect and wonderful. I just felt like of all the things you didn't show me, this this one stands out. Yeah, right. I'm like, it's like we really could have used a, a young Mick and a young Snart at that point. Like that would have been that would have been great. <laughs> like I'm sorry that <laughs> it's one of those things that that's that, but that's the great thing about this show, right? You can um, it's so good that you start getting to the point your criticisms start becoming what they didn't show you because you wanted some more, and you know how great and awesome it could have been, you know, on top of what you already got. Like, yeah, yeah. So, all right, this whole this whole this episode had nothing to do with the main policies, for the record. There's no encore. Well, technically, well, I think they were technically calling Freddie Myers an encore. They thought, but it wasn't. Oh, that's She's right. Crazy ass mom. Right. Well, no, she was brought back to life. She oh, was. With, she was. She was with the. She had the heart attack when he died. You're they right, just didn't. Right. They just didn't know what it is. But it's not like one of the major on. Like it wasn't a real right. person, right? Like the right. other two encores have been people that we knew in real life. This one, again, kind of falling into line with kind of is their Valentine's Day episode because they also bring back uh, Nora <laughs> from her. Everybody asks for a pony. All these kids Yo, for Noah, a pony. Nora hating this job is the funniest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. 
But then, but but so again, and that's what we always talk about with the show. We always we always lead with the ridiculousness, right? But then we get into the serious, like Nora kind of seeing a little bit of herself in Freddie, right? And being like, you're not defined by the choices your parents make. Could you remember, like, she's no, she's she's Damien Dark's daughter, you know, and and what Damien Dark did to her, and, and, and where she came from, and having to have somebody to kind of pull her back from the darkness was Ray. You know, it's like in her kind of being, you know, you know, she hates being a fairy godmother, but she finally got to do some good. Like she even started coming out and saying like, you know, I'm doing all this job. I don't feel like I'm actually doing anything that matters. They just come out. They, everybody asks for a pony and they don't really, it doesn't really change anybody's life. It feels like it's an unfulfilling job. Right. It was actually something that I think all, of, even adults, you know, outside of the, the craziness of the show, we can, we can, we can, you know, at some point in your life, you probably had some kind of job that was unfulfilling. Right. Yes. And you want to see something that actually you want to see your work matter. And so here you see Nora being there, the, the fairy godmother to Freddie and, and working through that and, and, and giving Freddie, um, pulling him back from that darkness. Right. Um, and that was a, that, that was, I think, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of emotional. It was kind of, kind of, kind of serious, you know, and you don't think about that kind of stuff when you, when you see the show and how ridiculous it is. But they kind of they throw that stuff in there all the time, you know. Oh, 100 percent. So, um, yeah, I loved. <laughs> I love. Was it? I think it was Ava that said it to to um, uh, uh, Sarah's like, technically you've died three times, so give me this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Oh my God, we're last girls, right? <laughs> so dumb and so great you know uh, like it's just like i love all those little pieces of the fact that you know i think was it nate or who had the 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 quote-unquote dumb idea to be wait if we go back in time and we stop the encore from ever becoming encores like the whole if you kill baby hitler before he becomes hitler adult hitler we save the you know you you save the world like whose idea was that was that nate or was that I, I think they share a brain at this point. Right. It's like, I can't. It, it's one of those ideas as, as dumb enough it could have been either one of them. Um, I can't remember which one of it was, but then them having to act like you easily dismiss it. And Sarah's like, no, we're not doing that. And then finally, it's like, oh, uh, no, guys, I think we have to do that. <laughs> we have to go back in time. So you have a double back in time. So you have half the team in 2004 and then the other uh, half in, what was it like? 89. 89. So, yeah. yeah. That was great. That was great. Just. It's perfect. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's this is the perfect television show. I don't know what anyone. If it was this review, you're just cackling because you're remembering things that we're talking about. Like, there's mm. no there's no reason to break down the plot. There's no reason to break down, mm. like, Constantine leaving to get drunk again with Gary. Um, the Zari getting locked up and then figuring out how to get out. Like, that's. There are lots of bigger things that are happening that are going to connect to the larger uh, season. But, yeah. Right. Give me Ava being a cool, nerdy, uh, true crime podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't listen uh, to the podcast? Come on, guys. <laughs> Just, so good. I, we understand, Ava. We we understand. We feel your pain. Feel your pain. Feel your pain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the whole thing. Like, the, the, like you said, the carrier. Like, all the references. Mm-hmm. Just. And the kid who played, um. Freddie Myers, which is hilarious. 
Very good job. He did a yeah. really good job too. Yeah, no, everybody does a great job on the show. And like you said, there I mean, there are those bigger the bigger plot themes that are going on here. You know, constantly going back, we find out where Charlie's at. Charlie's basically found his old spot and been chilling at at at, at Constantine's house, uh, having fun. And <laughs> I love when Gary I love when Gary looks at Charlie and goes, they do the Constantine thing again. <laughs> God, it's just ridiculous. Um, but knowing that you know, Constantine is going to be has to go and consult with Astra's mom, who's a witch yeah. he has locked up in his house. Uh, you know, it's you know that's not going to go well. But in knowing that all these things are kind of lead back to Constantine, like they've done a great job of kind of really embedding the last few seasons of embedding Constantine into the show, and and it's amazing when you think about it again. <clears throat> overall, what um Berlanti and crew have done with the CW of this is the second character that was that, that debuted and was in a separate network's uh shows that got misused, right? First was Supergirl was CBS and they you know they took Supergirl in, but then they did the same thing with Constantine. You know, they first brought him on uh the arrow and now make pretty much making him a permanent member of the the Legends team. Um, on here after, and again, that, that NBC show for, for Constantine wasn't really bad. They just aired the episodes out of order. It was actually pretty, you know, it was decent enough and it could have, you know, if, if they had given it a chance and given it some legs, it would, it, it would have worked. But, um, you know, I'm glad to see that they haven't completely abandoned the character and have brought him on to the show. Um, the only thing I'm, I kind of want him to come back and well, I know that he has his own things going on, but like. They did the same thing with um with Wally. Wally was great on Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah, you know, because he's no longer being just a shadow of Barry. He's his own character. Exactly. So, um, and but but with 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 Constantine, they really did it because this is his character, right? He this is a character, you know, he's the master of the dark arts, right? Like, how does that fit in with a group of time traveling misfits? Well, very well, actually, right? You know, it's <laughs> when you, well. right, when you add in um, magic plus time travel, you get a, actually, you, you get some pretty fucked up crazy things that can happen. Like, you know, yeah. you know, uh, villains from the past, you know, evil, evil people from the past coming back to life and doing all these things. And the fact that you can't really kill them because that just takes them back to hell only to get re-released again like you bring all these cool things in here and now it it becomes a um a really intriguing story to kind of tell for sure for sure 100 percent. and I, I just watching all these characters kind of evolve and play these different kind of play uh, uh sandboxes mm-hmm. like even the idea of splitting the teams between two time periods right we don't do that that often no it's very much like and it also gives new implications to what they can do in this post-crisis world. Mm-hmm. They directly affected the timeline that they were involved in. Yeah. It's a little creepy. Like, Mick died. Yeah. Like, we didn't... I mean, that was one of the things that happened and, like, nobody really got talked about. Like, Mick got roasted. <laughs> he died. <laughs> we had... We had we had Mick Mick Rory roasting an open fire right here. I, he he got wow. he, he got he got roasted, um, and then you know they stopped they stopped Freddie Myers' mom back in '89, and you know Mick is getting it on with his 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 his, his lost love, you know, in the in the coat closet. So it's like, you know, it's there's a lot again, like you said, there's these small things that 
And we know how Legends does these small things that happen during the season that look like they're just ridiculous and unrelated to anything else. But then you come back later on, you be like, oh, wait, no, that had a larger impact. Like, again, Zari. Zari, clearly, there's something going on with Zari, which, which kind of talks about something we were just talking about on The Flash, right? There, there was another timeline, Zari. Zari is starting to get some of those memories back. That's how she was able to open up uh, the door she was locked in. She started having uh, the memories of, of you know, the Zari from the, the original timeline, right? Um, we kind of brought this up when we were talking about Nash seeing that other Wells. You know, our hope is that maybe it's Eobard Thawne, but it could be this whole thing of he's now getting the flashes and, and seeing, you know, the remnants of other multiverse Nashes, right? It's kind of somewhat similar to what happening you know with Zari kind of remembering that you have the same person that's now remembering those and they've called it something else before it's like time remnants or something like that like I can't remember mm-hmm. what they called it they called it something else and not not time because that was on the flash something else they've called this on on um legends I can't remember what they is they had a name for it um but she's like getting those flashes of uh of what it is uh and what happened before and that's how she was able to kind of get out of the, get out of the room so that's going to be intriguing. And again, they're not dragging that out, right? They're not dragging this thing out with Zari. And the fact that she's not going to stay on the ship, you know, brings even more intriguing things in here. Like, yeah, I'm really intrigued to see what they go with it, what they go with that and what they do with that. Cause again, so many things have changed. Timelines have changed. And then you add in the multiverse of changing. This show comes a little bit more important than, than you, you would normally think. Right. Um, what else we got here? Um, I don't know. Like I said, this is, this is one of the easiest shows to kind of review. Cause it's just like, they do crazy shit and you enjoy it. And then things get serious as, as the season goes on. You start seeing the things come back that didn't really matter that much, you know? So I'm, that's where I'm intrigued to see here is one what I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see what the the what the twist is gonna be. Yeah, because like this one, the twist is that the killer's not the killer. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a great twist. Right, great twist. Right, but it's I'm like, there's more coming. Right, but I want to see what the twist of the you know you know what is Astrid really up to? What does the legend have to, have to really do? And what is the implications of? I think the implication of Zari is 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 a little bit bigger than we thought. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because what happens if she does get all, all those memories back? Right. She again. She's the only. She'll be the only one that remembers that. Even nobody on the team does. Uh, Gideon doesn't because Gideon had the whole issue too, where she was had. That was like Gideon was uh, messed up the first the first episode because she was kind of remembering had uh, two timelines stored in the memory banks. Right. So now that was that and purge. Zari be the only one that's actually having those flashes, right? So what happens? Will all the legends kind of get to that that point? Um, and and what are the implications there? Again, time is weird, and we always kind of look at Barry Allen messing the timelines, but like the legends, let's be fucking them up too. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Like I said, this is pretty straightforward this week. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, you got anything else? No, uh, just a lot of fun episodes. Just a great way to 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 
remind us just the high, even when we're not dealing with the big universe altering thing, this show is still pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And also, I would love, I would love to subscribe to, was it Stabcast? Yes. <laughs> I like to subscribe. As Nate said, it's informative and entertaining because, of course, he did. <laughs> I just want to know when when Ava has a time. But then well, it looked like she was recording like almost live, but she was doing it right. <laughs> At least taking notes. She's like, we've got some gaps in the psychological profile. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I like that. Oh man, just almost like investigative reporter <laughs> Ava Ava Sharp. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Hold on, I got something for you. So Mick had sex in the closet in two thousand four. 2020, and she's 16. She gets a flame gun. Oh, we have a new rogue. Oh no, we have a. Oh, we we. I hope not. That's, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, if we're gonna juvenile delinquent Rory in the Flash in a couple weeks, I called it. <laughs> I mean. I'm I'm down for it. I'm down for it. I'm down for it, yo. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So between that and Sadcast, this episode is totally perfect. Yes. Yes. Um all right. Uh again, folks, like I said, we have um the flash on here. The ladies are back to do Supergirl this week. Um we have the expanse and the first two episode reviews of Picard on Super Tuesday recap. Make sure you subscribe there. Um yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.